Hey everybody, welcome back to the Trade Therapy Podcast. I am your host, Matt, and tonight I have a really cool guest tonight, Ben Thompson, aka HVAC Strong, also known as the legendary Scottish Tinbanger. You know him on the gram with his famous uh, or you know, his famous greeting every morning, normally. So Ben, welcome to the show. Good morning. Good evening, good afternoon, whatever it is. Hello there. And good night. How are you? Good. Yes. Good. Good night. Yes. And that's done. I'm out. There you go. End of the show. We're done now. Yeah, exactly. How are you doing, Ben? I am good. Just had vacation. I'm surviving. I think I need need a vacation from my vacation, as we were just discussing. But um, yeah, getting getting there. We're good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's it. That sounds like it. Sometimes it ends up like that. But um, hey, just but just to, for the folks that might not know necessarily who you are, um, what is your like kind of like your background? Like, what do you do? I mean, obviously, I'm saying HVAC, so you know, you're heating and air conditioning. But you know, how did you get started in the trade, or and what what is it that you're currently doing now? Sure. So um, I started in the trade, I guess, when I was 17. I um, I left school um, early. Um, I went to community college and did, uh, drafting and design cause I'd done that all the way through school. Um, so I just went to basically get the certification. Um, and then I got a job working as a, um, draftsman at a oil and gas based HVAC company. Um, so I did that for about six months until I turned 18. And then I kind of said to the boss, look, I want to go offshore, um, you know, see all this stuff that I'm drawing all the time um and uh and get my experience that way and he said well as long as you're willing to sign to do your apprenticeship um you know i'm happy to send you away um so i signed the paperwork did my training and about a week or so later i was gone um and so i did uh, <laughs> i did served my time and and worked all over the world russia malaysia um nigeria all those sorts of places um doing wow. industrial industrial commercial hvac um, as well as ducting design, 3D modeling, all that kind of thing. Um, and then when I moved to North America, I moved into more working for residential and light commercial companies. And then obviously now I am owner operator of HVAC Strong Mechanical with my wife. Um, once again, doing residential light commercial um, work, uh, ducting, heat pumps, furnaces, ACs boilers the the whole nine yards really is as much uh as much services as we can provide really sure and you started what well, that was around the pandemic is when you started if i remember correctly wasn't that something like 2020 2021 roughly yeah yeah may may 2020 um i got i just moved company um which i was kind of going to be using as a stepping stone to going self-employed anyway um but i moved company the pandemic hit um, I went off on paternity leave anyway, and then they kind of were just like, we don't have any work for you. So like, you won't be returning. And I was like, okay, cool. Um, and so I just kind of took a, some time at home with, with the wife and kids. And then, uh, we got the company rolling and it's been, uh, nonstop ever since. Right. And then you, um, if I remember correctly too, that you also, you originally started out in the uh, Vancouver, the BC area, but now you're about uh eight hours north then in the uh was uh prince george area then correct yeah we were we were covering we lived in surrey which is you know kind of a township closest to the american border um but we covered the whole of kind of greater vancouver um and then as you said we're now 
it's eight and a half hours if you don't stop. But usually it's about a 10, 10 hour drive from from Vancouver to to where we are in in northern BC now. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. And because I know um, at least there's like that random fact I've heard that it's like ninety percent of the Canadian population lives within a hundred miles of the Canadian U.S. border. So I, I imagine. I, yeah. So I imagine there's not. I mean, I mean, I still see that. Obviously, you're still very busy, but I imagine. How many people are exactly even up that far? <laughs> um, so Prince George, where we are, is classed as the capital of northern BC. Um, but we, I think it's 80,000 people, which obviously Vancouver and, and greater Vancouver is like millions of people. Sure, um, yeah. So, you know, this is a very uh, small town feel, which I guess is why I we really like it. Um, me, me, especially, you know, I grew up on a farm in Scotland, so, um, it's very much small town feel. It's very blue collar. You know, there's still a lot of shift workers, pulp mill, you know, sawmill, um, there's Canadian rail, you know, it's, it's all kind of those things, more, more blue collar, um, a much more community feel rather than the big built up cosmopolitan mess that is Vancouver. <laughs> sure, I understand. I can appreciate and understand that you know wanting to be in a quieter area and whatnot. So yeah, for sure. So the reason um I wanted to bring you on was I guess it was a few months ago you had posted um it was a couple minute video talking about you know it was shortly after May, which was uh, Men's Mental Health Month, and so you shared this video talking about that. And so I kind of wanted to get your feeling as to like why why was it you shared that or what prompted you to share that sort of thing. Cause again, it, it really kind of stuck with me and that's why I wanted to have you on to talk about that. Sure. Um, you know, I, as I grew up on a farm, so very rough and tough background, um, you know, stress is made up like in, in my family anyway, stress is kind of in your head. Anxiety doesn't exist. Depression doesn't exist. So, um, it's kind of just like, it, it's been something I've worked on myself a lot to become more aware of. Um, and, and don't get me wrong, there's still times where I suck at it. You know, I, I still switch off. But especially in trades, um, you know, we all work very hard. We, we, especially with the trade shortage nowadays, everybody's working, you know, trying to cover the work of three guys. Um, so we all work super hard and we're very... Um, quick at forgetting about ourselves um mm -hmm. our own mental health um and and things like that and so i just i try to i like to think i'm a very open person like i'll talk about anything um and and so i was more just trying to kind of help raise awareness of that and and highlight it or maybe just make, bring it to the forefront of people's minds um and see if you know, it, it helps them to identify a few things that maybe they can work on or things that maybe they have been neglecting that they haven't thought about, you know, cause we're, we're all very good at getting, I, well, I know I can speak for all the HVAC guys and, and, and tradies that I know we're all very good at immersing ourselves in our work. Right. And, oh, yeah, and, sure. and that's, and that's what we focus on. We, we forget about everything else really. Um, and, and I'm very, very guilty of that where, you know, work is the, the only thing that matters. And so, um, yeah, as I said, I was just trying to bring it to, to the forefront of people's minds so that they can kind of reflect on that as well. 
Oh, yeah, and for sure. And that's part of the reason why I have this podcast that I started. It's been about a year since I started it, and it kind of took off just about six months ago, taking off as a relative term. But, you know, it's it's been hard even for me to kind of find folks like yourself to talk to because it's still some people are still like, I'm still working through my own stuff or whatever, and I'm not yet willing to share. And I have to, in a sense, respect that boundary, of course, and say, yeah, I, I get that you're not quite ready yet. But whenever you are ready to talk, I would love to hear like your story. And to hear like you share your experiences and say, because again, it, it's not talked about enough. Like, like you're saying, I feel a lot of people out there do kind of, in a sense, just bury it. Like you're saying about, you know, your parents, you know, I guess that, that proud Scottish heritage, they just kind of want to like, you're just like, nope, we're just going to suck it up and put on our kilts and just damn it all. And we're going <laughs> to keep on marching. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it is, you know, even now, um, my folks will be like, oh, how are you doing? And I can be like, well you know, I'm struggling, you know, I get, I can literally say that to them. I'm struggling with this, that, the next thing. And, and my dad will just be like, ah, it'll be fine. You know, keep your head down, push on, you know? And right. it's, it, it's kind of like, well, yeah, I understand. But also that's what kind of got me to the point of burnout in the first place, you know, um, not, not paying any attention to it and just kind of pushing through. So it's, um, yeah, it's, it's definitely a very difficult balance um but i mean the work the work life balance is always difficult anyway um and then you have the work life balance where you have to then also balance your own mental health in there as well as trying to deal with family and kids and everything else right um mm -hmm. so it's 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 just about being mindful of of that and and don't get me wrong, I still slip up. I still I still get drawn into to work sometimes. And and Galia, my my wife, is very good at being like, you know, you kind of need to just take a step back for a second, you know. Or she'll be like, I can see that you're getting sucked into your work too much again, and you need to you know separate that and and create that separation um, before it starts affecting everybody, right? Because it's oh, not yeah. just you. It's not just you it affects, it affects everyone, right? It's always a knock-on. Mm -hmm. Right, exactly. And um, someone I talked with earlier, um, you probably know um, Colton, the uh, Viking pipe fitter. He even said something yes. similar. He said something similar um, when he was on, um, and his wife is a therapist. Um, and so he's got almost like another, like a little bit of an edge on that as well, where, you know, even for, for him, you know, if he starts, something starts slipping up, like he's got his wife as well to be like, hey, you're kind of, uh, you need to fix yourself even my wife too i mean thank god for wives i mean they're like hey that are you know that will call us out on our bs and be like uh you need to uh fix yourself here before you you know something else happens i mean yeah it's it's yeah it's it's, it's great so you um you mentioned burnout i mean could you share a little bit more like when did that happen or what kind of what was the spiral or like what caused you i guess for you to maybe reach realize that hey i need to start paying attention to my own mental health and not just kind of keep you know as you as your dad would say put your head down and keep pushing on. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's been a few for sure. Um, I think more recent, like the most recent ones probably um, was like just before going to the AHR um, or kind of, yeah, just around that time period, which I think is when I put out my like first video where I was kind of like, I don't know what I really want to do like anymore, whether I want to keep, doing HVAC or, or trying to diversify in something else or, or whatever. And, um, it just kind of comes down to like, 
I'm running a company. You can't get tradesmen. So everything falls on like me and, and Galia anyway. So like mm. I'm doing all the, the site visits, the estimates, the, you know, the invoicing, she does all my accounting. So she, like we're constantly talking about work and then we're doing all the installs and the service calls and, and everything. And it just spirals and, and, and it very quickly can wear you down. Um, you know, and, and I think I spoke in that video, like I always had aspirations of having a company, which I have, but a company where I have like three to five vans on the road is kind of what I always wanted. Right. And like, we have been at like bursting point for, since we started, basically, like we've always been booked miles ahead with work, but it's got to the point now where like, I can't physically and mentally do anymore like like i'm i'm capped out and and we always said we would grow when we were ready to grow and when we could you know without mm -hmm. putting a, without putting a strain on the company so like i knew i was gonna have to push myself to a limit in in order to get to the point where we're like okay now we can take on another person now we can get another van and we've got all the work there that we need to to kind of do that and and not affect anything really um but you know we got to that stage before we moved to prince george you know we were at that stage and and it just could never happen and then it was just kind of like i was pushing myself and pushing myself and pushing myself to try and always get to that next stage um and like i'm trying to maintain this level of where we need to be to do that, but then never actually managing to do it. Right. So, right. so it, it, it just was very, very wearing. Um, and still is, don't get me wrong. It, it still is, but I'm, I'm definitely learning to have all the work there and, and, you know, still doing the same amount of work or, or more than I did last year, but making time for myself and for, paperwork and emails and and the stuff that mounts up that you know a lot of guys forget about um for sure that, that's, that's the tiring stuff we can all do the work the work is the easy part it's it's all the <laughs> shit you do afterwards you know after hours or first thing in the morning before you leave and and all or weekends right um that's the stuff that i find really gets you um and and builds up you know and then you're in a trap where you're like crap now i gotta sit down and do six hours of emails right and and to try and get caught back up and you spend a whole night sitting in front of your computer and you still don't get it done so it's yeah it's just a, it's a vicious cycle sure and i've and i've kind of heard that from um like some other uh small business owners um there's a couple of podcasts that i listen to where they talk about that and there are a couple uh one of them um is um mechanical hub um eric ani and mick and, and andy mickelson um yep. they've got their make trades great again podcast and they talk about it all the time about like their stuff with their own small businesses and it's nice to hear the two of them because eric of course is just a one-man shop and then um andy's got a couple guys probably like most like what you would you were looking for he's got like i think four 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 other employees that is working for him and even still there it's just like you know he's saying the same thing where he's got like all this work that, you know, that they're like, they're just booked out same kind of thing. And, you know, and he's got, and he's got guys to help in a sense. And he's kind of, you know, and that's what I understand from basically from any, anybody that does has like a small business like yourself or any kind of service company. It's almost like 
yeah, you can do that physical labor. Like, okay, great. But it's all that back end administrative nonsense that just piles up. And then you look and you're like, ah, oh, crap, I've got, you know, you know, you're saying emails and estimates and billing and this and that. And so I can see then um, where like, yeah, where that can, where that can just like you, it wear you down over time. And I know there have been uh, at least one of the things that I've heard, heard consistently from other people. Again, I don't, I don't have, I have no grand aspirations of owning a small business. Like I know that about myself. Like I'm content with where I am just being an employee and working and doing my 40 and calling it done. Like I, I am not that driven and I know that about myself. So for me, it's like, that's my limit. But I, I know for other people, um, those small business owners, owners, they said, you know, there's a nice two letter word that I learned need to say more often. And that is no, <laughs> just, I, you know, yep. just to, just to realize like, Hey, I'm tapped out here are some other, you know, here's somebody else that you can call to do work at this point. Like it's going to be, you know, six months till I can get to you or whatever, you know, and, you know, it's, and if people are willing to wait, then good on them. But if, you know, at the same time, it's just like, yeah, you can't just kind of please everybody. And I think, um, you know, Gary McCready, you know, HVAC know it all. I think he might, you know, he, I think in some ways, I think I've heard with, from him, like he can be in, in a little bit of a similar boat too, with same kind of thing, one man shop, getting, just getting his feet wet and getting started. And, kind of all that stuff and it's kind of nice to hear his perspective too and like how he's uh his process on that as well yeah it's no is definitely a word i struggle with <laughs> not, gonna lie, not gonna lie on on that one um i'm terrible at, at that one as well so um i agree completely I'm i'm getting better at it um i i would say that like my situation almost worsened a little bit when we moved because like Vancouver there's so many companies like like so many and and so mm -hmm. people could like if I didn't get back to somebody quickly you know for for whatever reason I try to be responsive all the time but if I don't get back to somebody quickly they would find someone else whereas like sure. up here there's what four five companies um some of which don't have great reputations um so, so, so like and and then like we were the only accredited contractor to do the government rebates for like heat pumps and stuff too so mm. um as i'm sure you've seen from my page it's it's all been like dual fuel systems and heat pumps constantly um, sure yeah so like customers had to come to me basically if they wanted the rebates and so that was very overwhelming um don't get me wrong it was great for business but um I mean, there was one week me and the apprentice did what I think we did three full like dual fuel systems in a week in five days, you know, um, and that's like all the ducting and, and modifications that needed done, the full install, everything. Right. And and we were just kind of like, that was kind of, I think that was the last week where I was kind of like, this is crazy. And um, it needs to not happen like this again. Um, and so I've kind of just scheduled it where it's like one dual fuel system a week, or we have one a week for the next nine weeks, basically. Um, sure. and then that gives me some space around those where I can fit in the other things that need to be done. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it is kind of like that, you know, almost like that good problem where it's just like, you know, you've got this 
this cre- this accreditation to be able to say, yeah, I can provide rebates via the government for that, and that no one else has that. I mean, I kind of I'm kind of surprised no one else has that to be honest. But I don't know. That's you know, I have no idea what that's like with Canada and how that all works. So at the same time, though, yeah, like you're saying, you go from a place like Vancouver where you're saying, like you're saying, there's probably like what twenty, thirty, who knows how many companies within a oh, however so many, many. Yeah. yeah, however many however many mile radius, and now you're going to the Prince George where you like you said you have about you know less than a hundred thousand people, and you have just you know a half dozen companies, and you know out of that there's like you know like you're saying maybe we'll say two out of those are not very reputable, and then you're the only one that has like this special like almost like a golden ticket here where you're like yeah look at me i can you know provide you rebate money to for um with for the high efficiency heat pumps and everything else that everyone is wanting to push so i can i get that you know that's that is kind of wild that you know for you i mean again great for business but you know not necessarily great for um you know for your sanity in a sense and uh, there's a quick question then. Uh, like, you know, when you're saying like these hybrid installs, like you're saying ductwork, is it, are these jobs typically like, you know, are they like full cut-ins? Like there's like, there's nothing, like you're starting from like a uh, a blank slate essentially and just going in and it's like so, full cut-ins and well, everything? Well, yeah, or... it's, it, most of the jobs are retrofit. So there's already a furnace, like an older yeah. furnace there. Gotcha. So say a okay. Because up here we're not allowed, we haven't been allowed mid-efficient equipment for 20 years in BC, right? Um, whereas in the States you can still do 80% furnaces and all that kind of stuff because, you mm-hmm. know, America. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so usually that, like a full install includes full tear out, um, you know, the majority of the supply plenum pretty much up to the plenum takeoffs unless they're a mess and then we'll tear out all that as well. Um, all the return plenum comes out because that usually needs to be upsized for, you know, airflow um for the heat pump itself um so our static pressures are you know where they should be um and then basically a rebuild of all of that you know plus running your line sets putting in the condenser getting the electrician in for the electrical work you know startup commissioning all that kind of stuff um so i was booking them for two days which was okay um to start with you know when if it was just you know, we weren't having to tear out all the return and it was the right size and all that kind of stuff. But then a lot of them were getting, it's older houses, so everything was undersized and all that kind of stuff. So, um, it, you know, it was getting more and more in depth with every job. And it was like, it was turning into two like long ass days. Um, and so now I've kind of just booking it into three. If it only takes two, cool. If it takes two and a half, you know, that's fine we can have half a day to clean the van out and get, you know, get ready for whatever else is coming. Um, so yeah, it's, it can be, it just depends on each home. Every home's different, right? So it's, it's, you know, swings and roundabouts, but it's still a lot of work. You know, the last couple of jobs we've done, I've basically been building tin um, until mid afternoon, you know, so like getting the tear done and rebuilding until mid afternoon. And then it's like, okay, now we're ready to start trying to do something else you know get the gas lines done get the drains done get the the new venting done all that kind of stuff um so it's yeah as i said every job you have you have to weigh up differently but um it can definitely be a grind oh yeah for sure and then along with that you're saying um 
you know, like I can see that easily, very, very easily how like, you know, you're doing all this work. And then on top of all, like all the other things that have to go on behind the scenes in it too, of course, yeah. you know, very easily to do to kind of get into that burnout very quickly. So are there, is there anything in particular that you're doing to kind of help, you know, where you're just like, you know, just almost like that, like for me, in a sense, like what I call it is like grounding yourself where it's just like, you know, there's something in the morning, like, you know, you get up in the morning, you have some kind of routine to kind of be like, okay, I'm getting myself kind of mentally prepared for the day. And then maybe like, you know, for me, I've got like a midpoint where around my lunch break, there's something else I kind of do a little bit of like a ritual that I do. And then at the end of like, there's things I do throughout the day, I guess, in a sense, like at different periods where it's like, you know, start of the day around lunchtime for myself. And then kind of at the end of the day, they're like these things that kind of just help to keep me just grounded and focused. So is there anything for you that's like a routine that you kind of do that kind of helps to keep you in a good uh, like mental space? Sure. Well, I'm sure everyone's seen me posting about my cold plunge. So um, I like before I had that, I would try and just um, like we were doing cold showers and stuff. But if, if I put that aside before, I was just trying to do like a list like like I have undiagnosed ADHD, but still pretty sure got we, I got ADHD. My wife has diagnosed ADHD, so it's the markers are all there we'll say so lists are good <laughs> list lists are good for me um so like i was just sit down with my coffee in the morning you know make a list uh, you know of how things need to go in the morning and and kind of process it that way um which was you know that was working well and i still do that but now like i've added in the cold plunge um cold therapy which is which is great you know um it definitely you know besides just waking you up, which is amazing. But um, like the dopamine spike you get from that is can be up to like 200% more than what you would usually get just in the morning. Um, so like dopamine spike is awesome for, you know, helping just set your mood, wake you up, you know, get your brain turned on. And then as it wears off during the day, you know, at nighttime, it's going to allow you to get a good sleep as well. So, so that's good. Plus it just helps my body feel great. Like everyone knows I do, like I do everything, install service, whatever, but everyone primarily knows me for my installs. So, you know, Uh doing that day in, day out gets very uh, tiring, but also just your body aches. Um, And so the cold plunge therapy has been fantastic for that. Cause I find when I neglect my you know, there's, there's obviously scientific tie-ins between your physical health and your mental health. And so when I start to neglect that, I definitely notice a knock-on effect with my anxiety levels and just feelings of overwhelmingness. And, and so that, that's been a good help, you know, just all around. Um, getting into the gym again has been nice, just training, you know, having a routine where, okay, on these nights we're training. And so I know I need to switch off from other things and just do that, you know, and that's, that's been nice as well. Um, and as I said, the, the, the scientific health benefits, you know, between your, your physical and mental health are, are, there's tons of case studies out there, you know, to point out that those two are, are closely related. Um, and, and I find that a lot of guys, um, especially older technicians are all like just the drive around in a van, eat burgers at lunchtime, drink lots of coffee and, and, and mm-hmm. neglect themselves a bit more. Um, you know, but they're, they're also the, the boomer style of people where stress and anxiety doesn't exist. It's just pushed down deep inside and forgotten about. Whereas 
we're of the the generation where I feel we can be more mindful of those things and take better control of those things. Um, and so we just have to focus on that. And I know there's a bunch of guys who have, who I know that have taken on the cold plunge and they seem to enjoy it so far, um, and find that it helps. Um, and then, as I said, making lists, planning out, planning out your day from a start. So it's not just, you know, um, erratic, let's say, or it's less erratic. Um, cause you know, you've got it broken down and I need to do this, this, and this before I get to the job. And then you know it's done and you're not worrying about it, right? Or you're not worrying that you're forgetting something because you've already got that list in place. Um, I find is a, is a huge help uh, in my head anyway, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just talking from my ADHD brain, which there's a lot of guys in the tra- in trades in general have ADHD because when they were at school, people just were like, ah, Jimmy's a bit slow, you know, he'll be in trades it maybe wasn't identified that maybe there was something else there that needed to be taken care of, you know? Mm-hmm. So uh, in the morning, anyway, that's kind of my, my thing anyway, is just do yeah, get planning, planning everything for the day from the start. And then at least then you have it set, right? Especially as a business owner, I find that's best. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, that's, you know, whenever you have like a, like when you have like an install or anything like that, it, you know, you, you, you know, almost anybody has some kind of like, you know, a process, you know, especially because it's just like, okay, first we of need course. to do, you know, you know, first you got to do, you know, step one, basically, you know, okay, turn everything off, step two, rip the furnace out, step, you know, whatever, step three, step, you know, there's just these different processes in place just to make sure everything goes smoothly. Because if you kind of waffle on one of the steps, well, then everything kind of goes to hell and it can go to hell in a handbasket real quick. And then you're going, oh, wait, we, we forgot step five, you know, now we've got the furnace in place. We didn't make a proper transition. Uh, now, now what kind of thing? So, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I get that entirely. So that's, that's cool. And yeah, the, and I mean, for me anyway, I, I did once try to do a cold shower and I'm, I'm too much of a wuss to do it. Sorry. <laughs> I tried, I tried, I was like, maybe I'll try this for, um, you know, for me, um, you know, with my with with being you know Catholic and such, I was like, oh, maybe I'll try and during Lent, maybe I'll just try like doing cold showers. And I tried like before Lent actually started, I was like, oh, let me try this. And I was like, no, just just no, sorry. <laughs> there there are other things. There are other things I'll give up. So, but with cold showers, that's not that's that's not for me. Sorry, <laughs> but I mean that's it's awesome for you. Past, it's about getting past the barrier, though. Like I found, like to start with, our our tap water here being in the north, we get mm-hmm. a lot more like mountain runoff, so it's bloody cold or it can be super cold (laughs) so like starting off yes it sucks you know and i found just like you don't have to go full into the cold shower straight away you can just start you know moderate cold to begin with and build it up from there but it got to the point where like we had done cold showers for six months and it was just like well this isn't anything now you know what i mean like yeah because obviously you're not getting your whole body at one time so that was when I was kind of like, just one day I was looking through, I think it was on Instagram and an ad popped up and I was like, it was 140 bucks or something like that. I was like, oh, I'm just going to buy one and see, you know? Um, and so, yeah, that's how it started. And, and honestly, I, I took it with me to the cabin. We were just on vacation, took it with me as well. Did it while we were down there. Um, it's just my thing in the mornings. For sure. I mean, that's the thing. It's like once you kind of get yourself into like that a routine where you're just like, you know, if I don't have like if you don't if I don't have this thing or these this like this ritual in a sense, if I don't have that, I'm the rest of my day is just going to go just going to go to shit in a sense. Um, yeah, exactly. I mean, 
I mean, that, and that's just it. I mean, I know that for me too, just with what I do in the morning, again, with my own like routine ritual, that sort of thing. I know that if I, if I, if I were to waffle on that, like it would just, I would, the rest of my day would just probably just go to, just go to crap and it would be just not, not good at all. I mean, I'd probably be like not, not focused and just, it's just, there's just all these like, almost like at times you almost feel like you're in a haze if you forget something. Cause then you're just like, you know, you didn't set yourself up. Like your body's just like, wait, what are you doing? Like, you, this isn't the norm. Like you're supposed to be doing X, Y, Z and now you haven't. So now I'm just, now I'm thrown off. And so again, exactly. I mean, yeah, it's like, you're, it's, you know, it's like you're saying too, there's that mental, that physical and mental tie in um, for all of that. I mean, it's just, that's just it, you know, and I've other, you know, other people I've talked with as well, like they've, they've been trying to focus on their physical health because they realize there is that connection. Like, you know, they're trying to not eat you know, at the, you know, at the fast food places or at whatever, you know, or at these restaurants or whatever. Um, you know, like for example, uh, Pat Finley, commercial, uh, commercial, uh, I can't speak commercial kitchen chronicles working in the working <laughs> yes. in the foods working in the food service industry. You know, he was getting handed free food when he was started out and doing that, you know, and then he realized like this is not good. Like I'm eating this 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 stuff that's not I mean, yeah, I'm glad, glad it's free, but this stuff is is junk essentially. Like I need to be taking better care of myself. And he re- he quick very totally. quickly in the sense realized made you know, made that connection. And I'm sure you've seen him too, like where he, you know, he's hitting the gym and doing his own thing to keep himself in that sense so yeah for sure there's definitely those tie-ins where if you're not taking care of your full your whole self you're just kind of gonna you know what if one part suffers the other part's gonna just start to suffer along with it i mean it's just it's like ac you know one side one side of the system starts to go a little funky well then the other side starts going crazy as well (laughs) yeah exactly exactly yeah so um is there anything else like I mean I, I guess like the burnout is like, I guess that's been like the primary thing for you where it's just like you've yet to watch yourself um, with that whole you know the I guess that good old Scottish heritage of just being like you know kind of like wanting to just kind of go 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 is there anything else that you you know that for you that is like a trip up or is it almost like that just like kind of like that's like your main like I guess almost like the main vice where you're just like you know I feel like that dr- that drive to succeed yeah i that's for me anyway i that's probably one of the the main things or the main thing um it's just you know as i said we're all we're all shorthanded right right now right. You know, trade trades are suffering everywhere it doesn't matter where you are trades are suffering and it's going to be that way for a long time you know people don't just finish school and and miraculously appear overnight um so you know it's going to be an ongoing process for 10, 15 years before we get, you know, enough technicians or whatever through school to, to actually make a difference. Um, so that's going to be a constant thing that we all just have to be mindful of. Um, but like, I think another thing, you know, seeing as we're talking about mental health is a lot of guys have a, and I had this too, is a, a very negative, um, connotation with like therapy or counseling. Mm-hmm or or whatever right and and as i said i used to be that way too um i've been not so much the last couple of weeks because we've been traveling a lot and doing things but i was regularly having counseling sessions which i was very open about on on instagram and stuff too you know yeah um it's it's not bad to go to counseling it's not it, it nobody's gonna think less of you if you need to see a therapist or need to see a counselor or you know whatever you want to call it whatever you want to get it however you want it in your head um but like sometimes 
it's good um, and can be very beneficial to get a different, even just a different point of view. You know, somebody breaks it down, some you know, slightly different to how you were, and you see something from a different angle, or you understand something slightly differently because of the way it's been explained to you. Um, you know, has been very beneficial to me as well, um, which in turn has been, I feel very beneficial to my relationship, my marriage, you know, or or trying to be a dad, you know, sure. um, you know, it, it can be very very beneficial in in many different ways. Um, and, and so, you know, the, the stigma behind that needs to be removed or guys need to realize that, you know, it's, it doesn't make you a lesser person to, to go and speak to somebody else, you know, um, a lot of the time guys will, or people will open up about stuff, you know, to their counselor or therapist that they wouldn't usually speak about to anybody else. And, and that can be. You know, that's that's kind of the whole main thing of it is you, you can open up about a lot of stuff and, and they can get a different view of it and, and help you to deal with those things um, in order to be a better person or to be a better version of yourself. Maybe not be a better person. That's never I don't like that saying to be a better person, just a better version of yourself. You know, everyone's trying to to be to be the best they can. And so um it's not that you're a bad person. It's just that you need to deal with things properly. <laughs> right. Oh, um, for sure. You know, uh, and I, I'm, as I said, I'm, I'm very open at saying that I was terrible at dealing with things because, because I was. Um, and, and so that's been a huge thing for, for me. Um, and, and so guys, you know, there's, there's a company out there called better help. I know which HVAC R and D, you know, are sponsored by them. Um, they're a great company. It's all online. If you're in the, the States, um, you can get a hold of them and, and they've got a bunch of counselors, you know, that you can speak to, um, via video chat and, and whatnot. Um, if you're in Canada, there's, you know, tell us my health or, or whatever it's called. They have counselors and, and therapists and stuff too, you know, so there's lots of different ways to do it where you don't have to take time out your day to go see a therapist. You know, a lot of them do appointments in evenings and, and stuff like that. So, so you can do it from home. You can get your daily stuff done and you don't have to worry about shit. Now I got to, you know, it's 10 o'clock and I have to leave a job to go see my therapist for an hour, you know, and then come back and you're usually pretty mentally drained. I know I am anyway. Um, you know, it's, it's very (laughs) draining, you know, mentally and emotionally. Um, especially when you're emotionally dead like me. Um, so (laughs) it's, uh, so, so yeah, like there's, there's lots of different things out there that people can tap into um absolutely or 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 even just reach out to somebody like if you i've had guys reach out to me you know because they've seen my videos you know um and have been like yo i'm in a similar situation i don't know how to deal with it blah 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 and i've you know i've spoken to guys about that and and also suggested you know speaking to a counselor or a therapist to help out you know just to to get that different viewpoint and, and different mindset on things Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's, you know, for me, that's where I got to a point, um, with, with, I, I, you know, I still, I struggled with, I struggle still with, um, like with playing games and like, you know, phone game, like phone games, mobile games, like screen, like that, you know, that dopamine hit on the screen kind of thing. Yep. And so for me, it got to a point where it was, you know, for me, it was affecting my marriage. It was affecting my family life with my kids. And so I, you know, I, I struggled with it for, I mean, I still do, but it was, I, I, I tried dealing with it myself essentially for, for years. 
I mean, ever since ever since I was married, and I've been married now for almost fourteen years, and I finally just like last year, um, you know, it was like I kind of hit like that low point for myself, and I was like, I can't, you know, I can't do this. I think I can do this, but it's like I can't. Like I need, I need professional help, and it's just you know yep. the same thing with what we do. Like you know, we don't, no one can do, no, you know, it's like if someone has AC breaks down, you call in the professional. Well, guess what? My mental headspace was not good. I needed to call in a professional. And that's, you know, same thing like you're saying, I, you know, I found someone, um, found someone and we did, you know, video, video chatting, you know, there are all sorts of ways of going about it. You know, they've got, you know, Zoom, you can do Zoom, there's, uh, you know, other apps that can be used to make it confidential and everything else. And that's just it. It's like, I think in some ways, like COVID in some ways helped that along because then it's like, oh, well, we don't want to meet in person because we're going to catch the Rona. But, you know, in that sense, now, like we can do all this stuff online. And not have yep. to leave our, and not have to leave. You know, I don't have, like, I was able to go, you know, the guy, the the therapist I saw was about an hour away, but I could just sit in my bedroom and have my session with him, you know, close the door, you know, that way no one else would be bothering me. And then I could hash out and talk about what the heck was going on with me and then process all that. And I mean, absolutely. I think at this point, like to, to you know, to have somebody be like, well, I don't know, I can't really find a good therapist at this point for me. It's like, well, that's just an excuse at this point. I mean, there's, there's all these great resources out there. I mean, you could be, you know, you could be in Prince George, Canada, and you could have a, you know, you could be talking to somebody, you know, down where I am in Pennsylvania, for example. I mean, you, you know, just the way with everything is now, you know, you almost kind of need, and if you need that, it's there. And, you know, that's part of the reason too, why it's like, I have this where it's in that sense of like, you know, if someone hears this and they kind of like a light bulb goes off for them and they're like, you know what, maybe I should do that. It's like, yeah, please, by all means go. If you, because if you don't, you know, I liken it to, you know, what, like, you know, trying to, you know, as a kid, you know, maybe we, you know, we would sh- try to shove all this stuff in the closet, like, and not actually tidy it up and clean up. And next thing you know, well, you open up the door and all that crap comes piling on top of you yep. and you're just like, and then you're just stuck because, you know, all that stuff's there. And if you don't take that time to almost in a sense, like clear the clutter and organize your headspace. Yeah, then you are going to burn out. You are going to, you know, have issues with family and marriages and everything else. Like, you know, it's going to affect everyone else around you if you don't take care of it. Exactly. Exactly. And I find a lot of guys are just bad at communicating. Me me as well. Like I'm I'm we used to be terrible at communication, right? And and when you get in a bad headspace or or overwhelmed or whatever, that communication is even less right so you've gone from being a bad communicator to being a non-communicator and 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 that doesn't help anything it just makes it worse right um and so i i try to be as as open honest and and kind of transparent with my wife on my feelings and how i'm doing and and how work is and whatnot as i can um so that we can discuss it and once again it's something else that's you know then out of your headspace Right. The the less you keep in, the easier it gets. Right. Oh, yeah. And it, it's not it's not a sign of weakness or or being being a pussy or you know like trade <laughs> trades. There there's times there's times for stuff like that in trades, and we all have a laugh about it and and things like that. Um. But um. Yeah. Like it's it's just something we need to get past and and figure out. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Like this whole, the, the machismo attitude. I mean, obviously, I mean, you're, you, you can be, I would say like, you can be a prime example of that, you know, you know, being like the, the, the body type you are and all that, where it's just like, you know, oh yeah, I'm, I'm Scottish. I'm just going to tough through it, you know, screw you all. I've got, you know, whatever I can, I'll kick your ass kind of thing. But at the same time though, 
you know, you are, you know, we're all, we're all the same. You know, we're all, we're all human beings. We all have our own crap to deal with. I mean, some people's crap is worse or better, not necessarily than others. I mean, but it's, everyone has their own stuff to deal with. We all have stuff. It's just a matter of how do we deal with the stuff, you know, for you, it's, you know, it's the business and making sure that you don't like, you know, you to make sure that you keep that work life balance. For me, it's, that's, you know, idea of like, I need to stay away from, from phones. You know, like when I get home from work, I try to just like put it down. So that way I can be present with my, with my wife and kids and talk with them and know how, you know, see how they're doing to be an involved part of my, my family, you know, and same thing for you as well. Like, you know, to take that time to make sure that you are, um, being with the family, you know, so that way you don't get caught up in everything. Um, and that's just it. It's like, I yes. feel like a lot of, you know, so many people like, they just kind of like be like, oh, well, whatever. I'll just, I'll deal with it. Some other point. It's like, no, 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 you, your, your closet's building up. You're, you're going to open it up one day and it's just all going to come. You're just going to be buried in an avalanche. And then, and then you're going to either hit like some kind of rock bottom. And then it's, you've got, you know, at some point, then you really have a choice where it's just like, are you going to actually deal with it? Or are you going to wallow in the filth and just feel sorry for yourself and possibly cause even more harm to others around you. Yeah, exactly. Uh, exactly. I, I so, 100% agree with that. Yeah. So, well, Hey, this has been a great conversation, Ben. I appreciate your time. Um, I appreciate, you know, you talking about this. I mean, for sure. That's the, that's the whole idea behind this is to, you know, be, make awareness of it, especially amongst, you know, us, the trades people out there, you know, because obviously we're the ones that, you know, it, it's, if there's a stigma around it, it's definitely with us. And so, I appreciate your your honesty and your your uh, candidness about the whole thing. So thanks. Yeah, no problem at all. I mean, that's what we're trying to do, right? The, the more we the more we can talk about it, hopefully, the more it opens up uh, avenues for everybody else to to do the same. Absolutely. Well, hey, you sound like you um, need to get some rest on your end from what we've <laughs> talked about. So I will <laughs> I will let you get to that, and you have a good rest of the night then. Yes, yeah, and you. Thank you very much. <laughs>